Jesus. Oh, be seated. Let's do some, some work before it's midnight. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to preach long. I just want to tell you what thus saith the Lord Amen. for 2024. Who is interested? Amen. Amen. You know, church, the things of the kingdom are coded in mysteries. They are coded in secrets. There's a scripture in Isaiah chapter 29 and verse, I think it's verse um, 18, somewhere there, or verse 11. Let me look at that scripture. Uh, go to the next verse. Let me see if that's the verse I'm looking for. Check verse 19. Let me see. There you go. The Bible says, okay, go back to verse 18. Go back. Backwards. Verse 11. The Bible said, the vision of all is become unto you the words of a book that is sealed. Somebody say it's sealed. The reason why Satan cannot destroy your 2024, because your 2024 is sealed. Are you here, church? And so we are going to unravel it tonight. The Bible said that it is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned. The Bible said they gave it to a professor. The professor said, they said to the professor, read this. I pray you. He said, I cannot. For what? It is sealed. Next verse. Next verse. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned. Saying, read this. I pray thee. And he said, what? I am not learned. So, so there is a place where in the kingdom, things are opened up to only those that have the password. Uh, tonight we are going to unfold 2024. Let me tell you in advance, it's a good year. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, Jesus. My God. So while I was in Atlanta, Georgia, two days ago, I was in prayer. I did an all-night prayer in the hotel room where we were. My wife and my family, my children were next door. My wife and I were in one room and I was praying. The Lord spoke to me clearly. He said, next year, 2024, is a year of giant strides. Meaning that you are going to do things that will blow the mind of everyone around you. Giant strides. It is a year where you will accomplish what people have never seen. It's going to be a year where you will accomplish great things. And one of the things the Lord specifically said, He said there is great grace released for major projects. Those of you who want to build businesses and, and conglomerates, and, and uh, you're, you're not hearing me, own your own property debt-free. The grace is released for 2024. My God, there is great grace that is released next year for great projects. Next year is not the year to sit in comfort zone. I beg you, I beg you, and I beg you again. Get out of comfortable things. It's time to leave comfort zone. It's time to begin to take giant steps. All through next year, most likely I'm going to be preaching on faith. 
because it takes faith to take giant steps are you here today the lord said his great grace has been released for huge projects huge projects so that means you don't look at your pocket uh -uh. let me talk to this side don't look at your income you need to look at the grace of god see church let me before i go forward you know there's always a window period that's open for every one of us to do certain things um, the things of God are locked up in times and seasons. And so when you understand what God is doing in a season and key in, you, you just do them with ease. I tell you, for instance, when, when we built this auditorium many years ago, um, the Lord said to us that we should build a 3,000-seater capacity auditorium. Then it was smaller than this. We've expanded it now. It can take 7,000 people. So the Lord told us to, to build that. And there was no money in the account and we began the project beloved after we finished this building i stood outside looked at the building and said to god how did we build this because there was a window that was open and grace was released to build it now 2024 is that season where by the end of 2024, when you look at your accomplishment, the question will be, Lord, how did I do this? How did I accomplish this? How did I get over this? How did I go through this? It's your year of giant strides. Somebody shout, Amen! <laughs> My God. Let me tell you the second thing the Lord said. The Lord said that if the church will remain passive the way it has been, the devil will rule over us in the coming years. So we're no longer going to be passive. Take the steps, church. Take the steps. As we embark on 21 days of prayer and fasting, many of you are going to pioneer new things this year. New things, new things. I, I see new things coming up. And when I talk about new things, I'm not talking about things that somebody else has done before. It is something that will become a pace setting, uh, uh, you know, event, something that is pace setting. That nobody, everybody will look at you and look at and to find any reference and they can't find one. Are you ready, church? Please, as I'm talking, those of you who have sense, write this down. Write them down so that you can go forward in life. Amen, somebody. Amen. Are you here, church? Amen. And the Lord said, 2024 is the year that you must put your faith to work. Amen. No longer will you walk by comfort zone. That is, everything around you is comfortable. I'm, I earn a salary. That's enough for me to survive, to do what I need to do, and just live a comfortable life. This coming year is a year that you must walk by faith. Look at your neighbor, say, walk by faith. It's a year that you must take your life very seriously and build capacity in the area of faith so that you can accomplish that. For some of you, let me tell you what the Lord said while I was praying. He said, your accomplishment in 2024 will change and alter the rest of your years after 2024. 
You know, when, when God speaks, I, I mean, this is particularly for people that are hearing me. This may be for people that are outside of House of Treasures Ministries, but for those who are in this house, I am particularly speaking to you that this coming year, do not be afraid. Don't fear in taking steps. What they say cannot be done will be done. Those of you who are students and you want to school in Australia, you want to school in the United States, in England, it's time for you to go. Whether your parents have the money or not, am I talking to somebody? It's time to walk by faith. It's time to step out and walk by faith. Say amen. amen. Are you here? Say amen. amen. Then the other thing uh, that the Lord said, he said, this year, this coming year that is coming, Make sure that you do not allow your past identity to define you. Some of you came from homes where things are broken. Nothing is working. Don't, don't carry that identity into 2024. Never talk about how your family is poor, your father is a drunkard, your mother is this, your mother, your father didn't pay your school fees. Uh -uh. God is going to change your identity in 2024. You, you have to carry a new identity. Somebody say, new identity. The Bible said that when, when Moses came of age, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That means I know where I'm from. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I am not the previous prostitute. Uh -uh, you're not hearing me. I'm not the woman, you know, there are people that their, their situation has taken over their name. When they want to describe you, they say that divorcee, that identity will change in 2024. When they want to describe you, they called somebody a woman with the issue of blood. They didn't even know her name. The sickness has taken over her name. But in 2024, thus saith the Lord, your identity is changing. I said your identity is changing. In the name of Jesus, you shall be called the rich. Ah, you are called the blessed. You are called the favored. You are called the prosperous. You are called the spiritual. You are called the righteous. You are called the holy. Shout amen if you believe it. Oh, no more failure. No more failure. It's time to take giant strides. I checked out the meaning of giant strides before I preach. It means to break forth. Look at your neighbor say break forth. In 2024 you are breaking forth. Some of you have been caged in shells. You know like how the chicken comes out of a shell. That's how you are going to come out from your shell. There's a new glory that is coming on you in 2024. You that was in the shell, you are coming forth with a new glory. Can your amen be louder than this? Glory to God. You are coming out. It means advancement. Forceful advancement. Giant stride means that you have to forcefully advance. That means in spite of the devil, you will advance in 2024. In spite of whatever Satan is doing in our nation. Let me say this at this junction. 2024 is going to be a very stormy year for South Africa. 
It's our year of election. But it's going to be a very stormy year. But the Lord said something to me. He said, I've placed the mark of exemption on the righteous. Meaning that when the world is going through darkness, the Lord shall arise upon you. His glory shall be seen upon your life. Your light will be shining that will attract kings to your brightness. It will attract kings, attract everyone around you. Say amen to that. So it's going to be quite a stormy year, quite a turbulent year. But listen, please note that you have been exempted. When you talk, don't talk like a South African. <laughs> talk like a man in the kingdom. Talk like a woman in the kingdom. The Bible says when men are cast down, you shall say what? There is a lifting up. Can we prophesy it to ourselves? Say in the name of Jesus in 2024, when men are cast down, there is a lifting for me. There is a rising for me. There is promotion for me. There is prosperity for me. There is increase for me. There is multiplication for me. In the name of Jesus, shout amen. <laughs> My God, it means to break through. It means to evolve or evolution. It means to go forward. Many of you haven't gone forward in your life in years. You look back and you say to yourself, what have I accomplished? But this year that we are going into is the year that you will accomplish your greatest accomplishment in the name of Jesus Christ. Did you receive the word of the Lord? Did you receive the word of the Lord? You know, church, um, it does not take God anything to change the story of a man or a woman. Many times we, as God's people, um, we use the term or the word we are waiting on the Lord. But in true essence, God is waiting on us. And I believe that heavens have announced these statements or these words that I've spoken to you that they are waiting on you. For you to make the move that is required for God to act on your behalf. Because church, as long as you sit in comfort zone, God will never move from heaven. He will not. He acts when you move. When you move, God will move. Say amen to that. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for your word that you have given to us. We're going to pray at the end of this uh, meeting. Um, as soon as I finish ministering, say about in 35 minutes, and then we will pray. We will rejoice for 2024, and then we will, in the gate of 2024, we will begin prayer. Because you see, your words are important to your destiny. You're going to prophesy what you want in 2024. I'm telling you, you're going to prophesy. You know, I, I, was, I, I did a video recently on social media and I said, you know, I may not have attained everything that God has for me, but I like where my life is today. I'm telling you, I, I, I just love the way my life is, honestly speaking. And you must get there by force this year. 
where you will look back at your life and you say, I love the way my life is. You will not look back and be regretting. Say amen, somebody. Amen. You will not look back and you feel like a failure. It will never happen. Amen. Are you here, church? Amen. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word that we're about to get into. We pray that, Father, you will cause those words to build faith and build capacity in us for the next step that we're about to take. That this year will become that year that marks the, the dividing, that marks the evolution, that marks the breaking forth that we have been waiting for in the name of Jesus. And the church of God say amen. amen. All right, Exodus chapter 14 and verse, well, let's start from Micah chapter 2 and verse 10. Micah chapter 2 and verse 10. Hallelujah. Micah chapter 2 and verse 10. All right. If you are here, please look up the screen. It says, Arise. Arise ye and depart. Maybe give me this in the New Living Translation. Just do most of my, my um, let me simplify this in the New Living Translation. It says, Up, be gone. This is no longer your land and your home. For you will have filled it with sin or ruined it completely. He says, don't stay in where you have been. It's time to arise. Put it back in the King James. The King James says, arise ye and depart. For this is not your rest. Somebody say, where I am is not my rest. Yes. Say it like you are serious. Where I am is not my rest. Oh yeah, it's not my rest. This is not all that God has for my life. Where I am is not the total, it's not the final bus stop, it's not where God has for me. There is more to my life than where I am today. Is anybody hearing the word of the Lord? He said, arise and depart. What do you do from today? Depart. Arise and what? Depart. Prophesy to your neighbor, say, arise and depart. For this is not your rest. It is not your rest. This place is not your rest. That salary is not your final salary. Uh -uh, uh -uh. That house is not where you are going to die. Can I prophesy to somebody here today? That level, your spiritual level is not where you are supposed to be. Some of you are supposed to be traveling to nations. It's time for you to get out of one zone, one comfort zone and begin to fly. He said, who are these that fly as the cloud? Arise, for this is not your rest. I told our church, those of you who don't belong to our church, let me tell it to you now. If you are a businessman and a businesswoman, go and get your international passport. Are you here? Go and get it. What did I call it? Your international passport. It's time for you to travel. Yeah. It's time for international businesses. Yeah. Ah, no amen, no amen. It says, arise and depart, for this is not your rest. It's so easy for us to, you know, once things are good and we just get comfortable and we get to a place where we no longer want to advance. You know, that's why God allows trouble. Anytime he finds out that you are settling, 
he will initiate trouble. Not that he will put the trouble, he will allow Satan to stir, he will make sure he stirs up trouble around that zone. So some of you right now are going through some trouble and you think it is the devil. No, it is God stirring you so that you can move to your next level. Are you here, church? <laughs> some of your prayer life has died. No more prayer life. God has now placed a trouble that has made you pray. <clears throat> the last time you fasted was seven years ago. Uh, all right. Okay. So God is saying it is time for you to what? Arise and depart. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 1 and verse 6. Deuteronomy 6. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Deuteronomy chapter 6, chapter 1 and verse 6. Give it to us. The Bible said, The Lord our God spake unto us in house of treasures ministries, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. You have stayed long enough in that comfortable place. You have stayed long enough depending on somebody else. You have stayed long enough depending on doctors. You have stayed long enough depending on somebody to help you. You have dwelt long enough on this mountain. Next verse. Turn you and turn your journey and take your journey. Go to the mount of the Amorites. Look at your neighbor say it's time to go on a journey this year. Oh yeah. Go on a journey. Go on a journey. Go and explore. Go to other places. Go on a journey. Explore life. You, you, many of us sit down as though the only thing that is happening around us is in Soweto. Thank God for Soweto. Thank God. But there are things happening around the world. Are you hearing me, somebody? Please, I beg you, don't sit and think that the only thing happening is in Reese Park. No. There is so much happening around the world. Take your journey. Take a journey into success. Take a journey. Lord, I'm tired of where I am. Take a journey into the billion and the million flow. Make up this year, make up your mind that between now and end of this year, I will be a millionaire. Is it possible? Yes! How many things are possible to them that believe? How many things are possible to them that believe? You see, I'm talking to so many of you. Things are going over your head. You're looking at me like, how possible is that? I'm from a poor family. I live in Ekenov. I live in Squatter Camp. That, you see, when you deal with God, forget about all your shortcomings. Unfortunately, God does not work with shortcomings. When God wants to raise a man, I told them in our church, Jesus was born in the poorest of places. It was an example to you and me. Jesus was born in a manger with, with animals. You know why? God wanted to prove to you that no matter where you are born, you can be given a name. Aya. 
that is above every other name. Am I talking to somebody? Your business can be given a name that is above every other business. Let me talk to this side. You can get an office that is above every other office. Are you here, church? Please, I beg you, stop thinking. I told you, you must lose your past identity. Lose your past. Don't, don't, don't look at where you are coming from. No. Many of us as black people especially, we came from disadvantage in many ways. We came from disadvantaged situations. And so it's not only you. Many of us came from very poor backgrounds. Some of us came, I'm in church, I came into South Africa with 20 rand. 20 what? 20 Man, are you here? Jacob said, I came with a walking stick, but now I'm living with a battalion. Are you here, church? You, you must never, listen, there is nobody stopping you. <laughs> you know, some people, I hear people say, you know, foreigners have taken their job. There is nobody that can take what belongs to you. Don't listen to that trash that politicians are saying. Let me tell you. If you determine to change your story this year, if what I'm saying means anything to you, you will, when you look back at yourself, <laughs> some of you will be bigger than a nation. You know, when I talk like this, I, I talk so big that some of you are looking at me like, because I know what God can do. I know what the Lord can do. I know when they say no to you and now you become so dignified that now God will now <laughs> I remember many years ago going to the Canadian Embassy they refused me visa now when I can travel to Canada I have listen I have three Canadian visas in my passport I've been to Canada three times to preach I don't know where their embassy is one time I sent them a message Oh, Jesus. I sent my passport to them. I said, listen, I am tired of coming to you every second. If you don't give me a 10 years visa, I return my passport. Look at the authority. Hey, Jesus. I, this is me that they, I got there. They say, we can't give you. You are not qualified. Years back, for the stone which the builders rejected. Please, don't listen. Don't let anybody, not even the president of this country can stop you. Nobody, you can become anything. Many of you, listen, you know, I always use this young man called Julius Malema. Yeah, that, that, that guy, look, I told you guys, I don't belong to any political party, but the dude, the dude when he began this thing, it was like as if nobody believed in him. Today, he can fill up stadium. He goes to any... I'm in church. He's an unbeliever. I don't believe Julius Malema prays in tongues. No, if he does, bring him to me. I want to hear him. I mean, when he talks with so much authority, as if he's the president. I mean, it should mean something to every believer. Listen, I'm not telling you to vote any party. Uh -uh, uh -uh. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can borrow things from the unbelievers. Yes. You look at this guy. Who was he a few years ago? 
Who was he? When, when the EFF thing came up, everybody was thinking, eh. Today, look at where they are. Church, that says, you see, now, church, you have a greater and a higher dimension of belief system than him. So what is stopping you from accomplishing? What is stopping you as a believer to register a political party? Oh, okay. You see, when I said that, you just went quiet. What is stopping? Do you think you can be a president? Oh, no. I'm talking to the wrong church. I need to go to Catholic and preach this. Hey, 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 hey. Apostle, how possible is that? Listen to me. It is the... May God help your unbelief tonight. <laughs> is there any politician here that is a serious Christian? Any politician? Please go and register a party. It doesn't cost you anything. Register and start slowly. Register and start slowly. Christians always wait for unbelievers to make decisions for us. Church, whether we like it or not, in the next election, if we vote on believers, they're going to make decisions that are against the word of God. They're never going to make decisions for you. Uh -uh. We saw that in COVID. They will not. Open the church. The church leaders will go and meet the, our leaders. They meet with them. The next week, they reduce us to 50. They will never think of you. Never. I am telling you now, church, listen to me. I know many of you belong to political parties. I am not against that. I want you to vote in the next election. But vote for the kingdom. This is not time to vote parties. It's time to vote for what? For the kingdom. What do you seek first? What do you vote for first? What do you choose for first? The kingdom. So it's time for you to make that choice. Are you here, church? All right, let's go to the next scripture. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15. You're going to like this one. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they do what? The Lord said unto Apostle Felix, why are you crying unto me every day for these people? Tell them to go forward. It's time to go forward. It's a command from the Lord. You must go forward in 2024. Your amen, your amen. I said you must go forward in 2024. You must go forward in 2024. I'm telling you church, you must go forward. There is a grace that God is releasing in 2024 to go forward exponentially. That means you're going to be jumping stages. You're supposed to go from stage 1 to stage 2 to stage 3 to stage 4, but you will jump from stage 1 to stage 5, from stage 5 to stage 10. You will jump, your promotion will be so exponential. Somebody shout, quantum leap! exponential going forward you're gonna go forward in 2024 somebody shall go forward look at your neighbor say go forward that means that this year is not the year to stay ignorant hello 
Are you here, church? Many of you don't read your Bible. This is not that year. Listen, faith cometh how? And hearing by the word of the Lord. So that means that you need to come to church regularly. Some of you need to make up your mind after this service. I will not miss church one day in 2024. I've said this many times. People just do, you know, Christians, do you know that unbelievers actually, if you look at our life and unbelievers, they are more dedicated to the ways of Satan. Unbelievers don't fail to go to nightclub. They don't fail to drink alcohol. They don't fail to smoke. Unbelievers don't fail to do all the wrong things. They, they do it because they, that is, they do it what their father tells them. Who is Satan? He said, you are of your father, the devil. You all remember our scripture? They lie, they cheat. They do everything Satan tells them faithfully. It is only believers that when it comes to what God said we should do, that we don't do them. When it comes to the word of the Lord, we joke with it. Many of you don't own Bibles. You came into church today now. You came just by yourself, no Bible, nothing. You just came, walked into church. You don't read books. There, there is, a, there is a, a, something, I think it was the Hispanic, I don't know who said it, that if you want to hide anything from a black man, where do you put it? Read one book. The Bible says, true knowledge shall my just ones be delivered. Listen to me. Your deliverance is not complete unless you have knowledge. That's why many times you don't see me do what other pastors are doing, call you out every day and be laying hand and you are falling here and making noise. I don't do, uh -uh, uh -uh. I don't do that. If you want that kind of deliverance, come to my office. I cast out the devil. I don't have time to be here. When I see pastors in a service, who are you? What's your father's name? Who sent you? No, you're making demons talk to the whole church instead of you preaching as the pastor. I am, I didn't, God didn't send me to open house of treasures for demons to be telling you they are from Mpumalanga. Oh, I am his uncle. I'm from KwaZulu I don't have. I don't have energy for that at all. Come, if you need deliverance, come to my office. In fact, so many of you are delivered as I'm preaching. That's the truth. Because where the word of the king is, there is what? Power. No, I don't need to. Uh -uh. How did he come out from drinking, smoking, womanizing? I finished preaching. He came to me. He walked to me. He's now a pastor. He walked to me many years ago. Walked to me as I was walking out. He said, Daddy, today is the last day I will smoke. It's the last day I will drink. He's here. He has not drank since that day. The word came on him. Hit him like a tornado. And he turned his life around. I remember one of my sons, those days when we were in Tabaya Batswana, they brought him from the street. He was brought as a hobo. I don't know who remembers that story. So I was preaching. <laughs> And I was preaching on the rich young ruler. And, he, and Jesus said to him, one thing thou lackest. He said, as I said those words, he saw God opened his eyes. He saw a physical arrow come out from my mouth. Hit him on the chest. He was delivered from drugs, from darker, from everything he was doing. Today, he's a, he's a millionaire. He owns his own business. 
Hey, church, stop. All of you that are running from one deliverance center, my friend, go and seek for knowledge. You shall know the truth. And what will the truth do? It will make you free. Just, just know the truth. There are certain things Satan can't dare around me anymore. He cannot because of knowledge. I just, he knows that this boy knows. He can't. He can't. So if you are still living a life of ignorance, wake up. Look at your neighbor, say, go and read your Bible. Look on the other side, say, read books. Listen to messages that will help you. We look at your car. The only thing there is white chukucha, white chukucha, white chukucha. How will you win? No, you can't win like that. You are not going to win like that. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 9 and verse 1. Deuteronomy 9 and verse 1. As I begin to come to a close. Deuteronomy 9 and verse 1. Hear, O Israel, thou art to pass over this Jordan. Lord, somebody say, pass over. Passover. You are to pass over from 2023 to 2024. Yeah. Everybody read the next sentence. To go in and do what? Possess nations and that are greater and mightier than what? Yourself. And cities and great up to heaven. Who is talking to you? God. God said, listen, as you are crossing from 2023 to 2024, it is time for you to possess. Look at your neighbor say, it's my time to possess. It's my time to possess. Possess shopping malls. Possess banks. Possess conglomerates. Possess banks. Are you here? I say, go and possess properties. It's time to possess. He said that you go and possess nations greater and mightier than yourself. Don't, don't, don't go and possess things that you can afford. Eh? No, that's not God. You see, anytime you, give, you do things from your self-achievement, you really don't give glory to God. But when you accomplish something, you know that this is the work of the Lord the Bible calls it say, this is the doings of the Lord and it is marvelous in our eyes if you accomplish something that you know this was not from my energy it's not by might nor by power but it's by the spirit you will, you will wake up every night and give him glory and give him the praise knowing that this one I didn't do anything this one, I was not involved. I was just watching the hand of God bring me favor. I was watching the hand of God bring me destiny helpers. I was watching the hand of God give me that promotion. I was watching the hand of God give me that scholarship. I was watching the hand of God do things for me. Are you here, church? So it's time for you to go and possess. Put back my scripture. And the Bible says, Nezres. 
Next verse, keep going. It says, And the people great and tall, children of Anakims, whom thou knowest, and of whom thou hast heard, who can stand before the children of Anak? Next verse. Understand therefore, this day, on the last day of 2023, that the Lord thy God is he which goeth over to 2024 before you as a consuming fire and he shall destroy them he shall bring them down before your face so shall you drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said unto you say amen somebody you will drive them out God has gone ahead of you God has gone ahead when the Lord goes ahead of you, he subdues your enemies before you get there. The problem is you are so afraid. You think it's not possible. You know, I heard um, there was a woman of God I listened to January this year. And she was telling the testimony of her daughter. Let me share this for students. Many of you are writing matric this year. Believe God. I'm telling you, if you want a school in China, you can go. You want a school in Dubai? You can yeah, listen. This woman, this woman of God said, My daughter came to us and said she wants to school in the United States. And she said they looked at her. First, they are pastors. They know they don't have the money. They know how will she get the admission? They don't know anybody in the United States. The child tells them, Listen, is it not you that said on 31st crossover? This is the big, I listened to, I never forget that testimony. I heard it in January and he stuck, he got stuck to me. The daughter, this is a 16 year old girl. He's telling the mother, didn't you preach that with God all things are possible? Why are you then doubting what you are preaching? Hey, the mother said, okay, please, I, I, I hands up for you. And this child began to confess that I'm, I'm finishing matric and I'm going to the United States. She'll be Googling schools in America, how she's going to get the money. She's not even worried about the money. She just thought, if I get the admission, that's it. And this child decided to study and got one of the best results in their school that year. Got admission in a university in the United States and the, the scholarship paid complete 100%. So, so when, when I talk to you, please understand that the things you are seeing are bigger than you. I know they look scary, but don't mind them. God has defeated. You know, God said, I will go ahead of you. I will make sure that I consume them. I'm a consuming fire. Understand this day that the Lord is thy God, which goeth before thee as a consuming fire. He will destroy them. He will bring them down before your face. And he will drive them out and destroy them quickly. As the Lord has said unto you. Look at verse 4. Let me see what verse 4 says. Speak not in your heart after that God has cast them out before you. Saying for my righteousness hath the Lord brought me to possess this land. But for the wickedness of the nation doth the Lord drive them out. God, listen. What God is saying is that the, the creation is crying out to God. We are tired of being in the hand of the unbelievers. <laughs> Guys, you need to know what unbelievers are doing with money. This money that you are praying for. 
You see, some of the companies you work for, the CEOs, they take girls to Dubai to go and spend the money you have labored for the whole month and pay you peanuts. Hello? Are you here? One of my sons said he went into Louis Vuitton and he was sitting there and this big belly man came in with a little girl. Somebody say little girl. Somebody say sugar daddy. Mm -hmm. Came in and the guy, they gave him chair to sit down. His belly was 13 months pregnant. And he said this girl collected handbag 560,000. And the guy brought out one card and swiped it. And they walked away. Now, church, I don't know what that guy is. Whether he's a politician or whether he works for a company. But many of you may be working in his company. And the money you are laboring for, he's using to buy girlfriend's handbag. Are you here? It's time for you to take over those businesses. It's time for you to take over, church. You can do this. You can, don't let anything scare you. Uh-uh. My last scripture, 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse 1. As we cross over to 2024. 2 mm. Kings chapter 6 and verse 1. 2 Kings 6 and verse 1. Quickly, give that to me. And the sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, Behold, now, we, the place where we dwell is too strict or too straight for us. It's too small. Look at your neighbor say, that house is too small. That business is too small. Uh -uh. That, that thing you are doing is too small. Look at your neighbor say, it's too small. Yeah, those things you are doing is too small. You can't get anywhere with that. No, it's too small. Thank God you started small. The Bible said, though your beginning was small, but your latter end shall what? Greatly increase. 2024 will be your latter end of increase. I said 2024 will be your latter end of increase. In the name of Jesus Christ. Next verse. Let us go. We pray thee unto Jordan. Take thanks, amen. Every man a beam. Let us make us a place where we may dwell. And the prophet answered, go ye. Next verse. And one said, be content, I pray thee. Go with thy servant. And he answered, I will go. Next verse. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan to cut down the wood. Next verse. Next verse. Because one was felling a beam and the axe head fell into water. And he cried, alas, master, for it was borrowed. Next verse. And the man of God said, where fell it? Ah, where did you fall in 2023? Oh, I'm about to prophesy. And he answered him the place. And he cut a stick and cast it down. And the iron did swim. You have fallen in 2023. But 2024, everything you lost will be swimming to you. I said everything you have lost is swimming back to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever you have lost, your health, your business, your finance, your house, whatever you lost, husband, your marriage, your wife, whatever you lost, I command them to swim back to you. Let them swim back in the name of Jesus. Welcome to 2024. Glory to God. My God. 
Happy New Year, church! Oh, welcome to 2024. Your year of giant strikes. My year of giant strikes. In the name of Jesus. Your year of giant strikes. Welcome to 2024. Oh, give him glory. Choir, come up. Come up, come up. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. Welcome to your year of giant strikes. The devil thought you will not make it. The enemy thought you are finished. The enemy thought you was over. When he placed that sickness on you, he thought that sickness will kill you. When he got you involved in accident, he thought you would die. But welcome to 2024. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody rejoice. Where is the choir? Somebody rejoice! 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 Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus. My God, somebody rejoice! Rejoice, rejoice! Now the first thing you need to do is give God thanks for 2024. Lift up a thanksgiving to Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and give him thanks. Lord, I made it to 2024. I made it, I made it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If it had not been for the Lord, if it had not been for your goodness and your mercy, my God, my God, somebody lift up a praise. Lift up your voice and give him glory. Lift up your voice and thank him. Thank him, thank him. Let the first thing you do in 2024 be thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Oh, somebody lift up a thanksgiving. Come on, give him thanks. Somebody give him thanks. Hey, Jesus, Holy Ghost, we thank you. Jesus, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. Thank you, Lord, that I made it to the best day of 2024. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba. Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, Somebody lift up your voice. 
lift up and worship before him. He's worthy. He's awesome. We worship you, Jesus. We celebrate you, the King of Kings. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We worship you, Father. We adore you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, if you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this is the time to worship God in the Spirit. Worship Him in the Spirit.
season of giant strikes. Jesus. Yes, Lord. And just worship him. Shalom. Yes. Shalom. This year shall be peaceful for Jehovah you. Shalom. The God of peace is here. Shalom. You're welcome in this place. Shalom. 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 set of prayers that the Lord gave me Genesis chapter 41 and verse 39 to 43 give me this in the New Living Translation Genesis chapter 41 verse 39 to 43 quickly please help me media team and Pharaoh said unto Joseph give me in the New Living Translation sorry uh, yeah NLT please and Pharaoh said unto Joseph since God has revealed since God has revealed the meaning of this dream to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent and wise as you. Are you following? 
Next verse. You will be in charge of my court. Say amen there. All my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on the throne will have a rank higher than yours. Next verse. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of South Africa. God said to House of Treasures and her people, I hereby put you in charge of South Africa. Your amen, your amen. God said to you today, I hereby put you in charge of the land of South Africa. Read the next verse. This one. Next one. And Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothes and hung a gold chain around his neck. Next verse. Then he had, then he had Joseph ride in the chariots reserved for his second in command. Aya. <laughs> oh, and wherever Joseph went, the command shout, the command shouted, kneel down. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of how many? You are going to be in charge of everything in South Africa. Listen, the Lord gave me, see, see church, you know me to pray. Father, place me in charge over this nation. I don't know what area, but in an area where you are, you will be in charge. Any area of influence where you are, you will be in charge. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, today, bless me in charge over the land of South Africa, spiritually and physically. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray that prayer. Oh, pray that prayer for 2024. My Father, in the name of Jesus, bless me in charge over this nation, spiritually and physically. The Bible says, and Pharaoh bless Joseph in charge of all the land of Egypt. Today, from this altar, from the altar of House of Treasures, my God, this exalted altar, I declare you are blessed in charge. You are blessed in charge over this nation. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. Pray, God gives you grace. God releases grace upon you to be in charge. To be in charge. In the name of Jesus, Joseph's testimony shall be your testimony in 2024. You shall be in charge spiritually. You shall be in charge physically. You shall be in charge in your sphere of influence. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Mandeke de breke pelege breke tos. Embrata kabashanda bayada. Rade bedeke breke tos ombreke telebrede. Shate bareke belika bragados. Mande borobondo bredeke beseke bredede de bos. Bayana bradaga bayana mada bradas. Mande 
You shall be in charge of your enemies. You shall be in charge in your sphere of influence. You will be in charge spiritually. You shall dominate in 2024. In the name of Jesus, I declare this ministry in charge spiritually and physically. In this year, in 2024, we are in charge of this nation. We are in charge of South Africa. We are in charge. The Lord blesses us in charge. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. Genesis 1 and verse... Maybe let me... Well, we can start from verse 1. Give me in the King James Version. Give me King James. King James Version. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Watch this. And the earth was without form. Void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, church, watch this. When God created the earth, the earth was not good. <laughs> Are you here? It was not good. The Bible said that the earth was void, it had void, it had darkness, it was a mess. But now give us verse 31. Give us verse 31. Quickly. Verse 31, the same chapter. So God saw everything that he had made. Behold, it was what? Very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God, you made the earth in verse 1. It was not good. Now in verse 31, it is very good. What changed? God took steps to create things that made it become very good. This year, you must take steps. Receive grace to take steps to change your situation. You must take steps this year. I'm talking about giant steps. This is not the year to watch things happen. Make things happen. What did I say to you? Make things happen. What do you do? Make things happen. Make it happen. This is the year that you will decide, I will be flying overseas for business. So I will take the step. If you are selling clothes, start calling Chinese companies in China that makes clothes. Call them and tell them you are coming to visit them. Are you here, church? God began to take steps. He made this. He made that. Let the earth bring forth this. Let this happen. Let that happen. And in the end, what was void, darkness upon the face of the deep, became very good. So you are going to pray. Father, in 2024, give me grace to take steps that will make my life very good at the end of 2024. Are you here, church? Are you ready to pray? Lift up your right hand to heaven. Say, Heavenly Father. Like you are serious. Say, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In 2024. I receive grace. To take steps. That will make my life. Very good. By December 31st. 2024. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and open fire. 
my father in the name of Jesus I receive grace to take giant steps my year of giant stripes I take giant steps I take giant steps by the grace of God my father steps that will make my life very good by the end of 2024 in the name of Jesus give me oh God grace my God, the, the grace to take giant steps, to take steps that will make my life and ministry very cool at the end of 2024. Lord, let that grace come on me. Let it come on everybody at the sound of my voice. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, church, Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9. Please stop sitting down. I've been standing. Stand up. This is, you are entering a new year. You can't be a weakling. Stand up. Be like a soldier. We are in the battlefront. I am a soldier. Hallelujah. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Now, I know many times when you read this scripture, you read it for marriage. <laughs> Let's keep reading. Next verse. For if they fall, the one will lift up the fellow. But woe to him that's alone when he falleth. He had, he had not another to help him. Next verse. And if two lie together, they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? Next verse. For if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. For a threefold cord is not easily or quickly broken. Church, one of the things that will help you take giant steps is to keep company with giants. Listen. <laughs> you know, my dear friend and brother, Apostle Joshua Selman said something. He said, if you have five foolish friends, you did not count well. How many are they? Including you. That's what it means. Are you here? You cannot take giant steps being around chicken. Many of you need to delete some people now after this meeting. Some people, listen, some people are not good for you. I'm, listen, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you, I, somebody asked me, who are your friends? He said, I've never really seen you talk about friends. I said, I said to him, the higher you go, the less friends you have. There are people that if I keep them around me, jealousy will make them kill me. Are you here? The higher you go, the less friends you have. You can't have the whole world as your friend. You are, you are, you are not wise. 
everybody is your friend. You will destroy yourself. Are you here? Not everybody that laughs with you is with you. I hope you know that. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we are hearing things. It was said that, uh, what's her name? Is it Zahara or Zahara? Zahara? What's the name of Zahara? Zahara? That she died of poison. How? Who would want to poison Zahara? Zahara? Is it Zahara, right? Who would want to poison her? For what? That girl is so harmless. I mean, I used to enjoy herself. Hey, 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 Whatever, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what she was saying, but this song just sound very melodious. Are we together? But they poison her. Are you here, church? So not everybody that is laughing with you is with you. Please, I pray you get this wisdom today. Say amen, somebody. So one of the things you are going to pray, Father, show me friends that will, I will, that will accompany me this year. You must have giant friends. Look at your neighbor, say, make giant friends. Oh, stop having slave queens are your friends. Stop having non-entities, gossipers. Stop having them as your friend. It's time to have giants. Giants, you cannot take giants step unless you are around giants. I'm telling you, church, I'm telling you, you can't take giant steps unless you are around giants. Stop hanging around chickens. You don't see lions around chickens. No. Lions hang around lions. Say amen, somebody. So you are going to pray, Lord, I need giant friends this year. Giant destiny help us. People that when they accompany you, they accompany you to your destiny. Are you together, church? I was talking to Apostle Joshua Selman three days or four days ago. He said, you know, he said to me, thank you for being a friend. Because that's the kind of friend we are. When we talk, we help each other. I said to him, what's next for 2024? As I hope you are coming with your wife next year. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm telling you, you must make giant friends. Don't make no entity. Some of you, when I look at you, be like your father, please. I beg you, don't make any half friends. Are you here, church? Don't make nonsense friends. When you sit down with your friend, all you are doing is gossiping. Oh, did you see Apostle Felix? Did you see? He was wearing gold chain. Pharaoh put gold chain on Joseph. Look at you. My friend, you better wake up. Somebody said, I will make giant friends. Who is going to make giant friends this year? Look for people who have accomplished greater things than you. Go and cling yourself to them and watch how they do things. I watch people greater than me. All throughout these uh, this days that we were in Atlanta, Georgia, my, my, me and my family, I was listening to Kenneth Hagin. I went back to all Kenneth Hagin messages, just listening to them day and night. Are you here, church? Because I want to take giant steps this year. That man was one man that God gave 
the answer to the question of faith. And so me, I'm recommending for you, go back to Kenneth Hagin messages. Are you here? Who will listen to Kenneth Hagin? Go to YouTube. It's not far-fetched. Just Google Kenneth Hagin. Many of the things you'll be hearing there, I'll be preaching it here. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you. Because this year, you must have faith. Some of you, you know, (laughs) George, it takes faith to conquer. It takes faith to be a giant. It takes faith. It takes faith. A man of God drove in here one day. He said, man of God, I want you to give me the secret. How do you go overseas to preach? Who do you call them to invite you? I say, eh, eh, they don't call to invite. I say, if you don't have the rank, they won't invite you. Because when you get to America, you are going to meet principalities. Say hello. Those principalities will swallow you. A man of God went to America to preach. Forced his way, got there, preached, came back, and his ministry crashed. Hello? Because if you don't have that grace, but today, you will see, church, please, I beg you, again, when you take your phone book after this service, check all your friends. Check everybody that hangs around you. Is there anyone that is not worth being around you? Delete them. Delete them. When they just delete. Because you cannot take giant steps unless you have giants as your friends. Unless you have giants as your friends. Make friends with giants. Don't make friends with people that are bringing you down. Every day they're talking about you. you, Have you realized that some people, that's why when I see, see, let me also tell you now, don't listen to all these people that stay on social media talking against pastors. This pastor did that, that pastor did that. Uh -uh. They are not helping your faith. Listen to me or listen. Nobody has been given the ministry of investigating any pastor. Nobody has been given the ministry of talking against pastors. Pastors will make mistakes. Yes, there are so many that God did not even call who have answered the call. I can't stand here and waste my message on them. I should preach to you. Hello? I can't stand here and be talking against pastors. This pastor did that, that one did that, that one messed up, that one. Uh -uh. That's not my place. My place is to preach the word of God to you. And if any of my, if anybody I know has made a mistake, I will call them in the spirit of meekness and say, bro, what you are doing is wrong. Or this thing that you are doing, where is it in scriptures? You correct privately instead of going to social media. This thing that we are doing that I don't know where we got it from. You know, church, you can correct somebody and you are not correcting them in the spirit of humility and meekness. Because if I take your fault to Facebook, I have not corrected you. I've just blasted you or exposed you to the whole world. That's not correction. But if I call you in the spirit of meekness and say, you know, what you did or this thing that you are saying, is it right? Give me scriptures. Where did you get this from? Are we together? There's so many things that people do I don't believe in. Honestly speaking, Many things that people do. I can't stand here and be talking, you know, many p- things. People do crazy things. 
particularly in our day. Not many people. Let me tell you, there are so many people who are not sent. Many pastors on the pulpit, God didn't send them. Hmm. You know, God asked Isaiah a question when he came up to the throne. <laughs> Isaiah came and the Bible says in Isaiah 6, in the year that Isaiah, uh, King Uzziah died, I, Isaiah, saw the Lord and his strength filled the temple. And all the angels were doing what they were doing, covering their face, covering their feet. And then all of a sudden, they asked a, a question. Whom shall we send? Who will go for us? Isaiah has been a prophet. And it was only that day he said, I will go. So what was Isaiah doing? His own thing. Many pastors are doing their own thing. That's why be careful the church you go to this year. Listen, you must pray that God lead you to a church. Don't go to a church emotionally. Don't go to a church because they have AC. They have, those things are not equals to ministry. Don't go to a church because the pastor is black, white, or Indian, or colored. Those things don't matter. Or foreign, or there is nothing like foreign in the kingdom. Me and you are foreigners in this world. Where is your amen? When I see believers talking foreign, foreign, you are, you listen, the Bible calls you and me aliens in South Africa. Look at your neighbor, say you are an alien here. Yeah, I know you have a South African ID, but you are a foreigner here. The Bible says you are from where? Above. And he that is from above is above what? Above all. You are from above. Our citizenship is of heaven. It's not of this world. And if once you have that mindset, you will begin to think differently. Your citizenship is not on the earth. Like I said, I know you have ID, but church, you are not from South Africa. You are from the kingdom. You, you, it has to register. Church, when God created the earth, he didn't divide South Africa, Zimbabwe, Malawi. It is the people that put it there. It's not God. God never created and divided nations. No, it is human beings. Are you here? Check, when you see the earth, go and ask God if he's the one that created and put boundary between Zambia and Zimbabwe or Malawi and all that. No, he didn't. So we are going to pray that God will give you grace to make choice of friends this year. The people you hang around. Who are you hanging around? Look for giants. Look at your neighbor, say, look for giants. All right, are you ready to pray? Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, give me giant relationships that will help me take giant strides, that will help me take giant steps. Give me giant friends. Give me giant destiny helpers in 2024. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Pray that prayer quickly. Pray quickly, quickly. We are almost about to close. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Father, give me giant friends. Give me giant friends. Giant relationship. Come on, are you praying that prayer? Giant relationship. Oh, this year I will not move with gossipers. I will not move with backbiters. I will not move with fornicators. This year, I will not company with unbelievers. 
I will not company with fornicators and adulterers. Oh God, give me giant relationships, giant friends, giant destiny help us. In the name of Jesus, are you praying? Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to pray one more prayer. Grace to make the right decision. This year. Please, I beg you. I beg you in the name of Jesus Christ that you will make right decisions this year. Are you here, church? Let me see. I want to read something quickly. There's a scripture that just came into my spirit that I want to read for you. Let me see. Praise God. First uh, Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 1. First Corinthians 5 verse 1. Everybody look up the screen. It is reported, maybe give me this in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you. Now, Paul is writing to the church. He's not writing to unbelievers. He's writing to the church in Corinth. And he's telling them, I, Paul, that's, that is your pastor, Paul was the apostle that started the church in Corinth. He's telling them, I cannot believe the level of immorality among you. That is people that are sleeping with somebody they are not married to. Ah, no, amen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality on going on among you. Something that even pagans don't do. He says the kind of sexual immorality going on in the church even is no head among unbelievers. Can you imagine writing to the church? Writing to the church. He's not writing to unbelievers. So this problem was there from the days of Paul. This is Apostle Paul writing to the church he pastors. Saying I cannot believe the level of sexual immorality among you that is not even mentioned among pagans. That is unbelievers are even better than you. He says, I am told that a man in your church is even living in sin with his stepmother. <laughs> Hello, church. That is somebody is sleeping with his stepmother. I was telling my wife of one of my sons, his brother is not in this church, but he's a spiritual son. His wife slept with his younger brother. And they, they're in the same church going through fasting prayer. Is, can you just imagine what is going on in the church? This year, you will make the right decision. You will make the right choices. Listen, this is not the year to make wrong decisions. Young people, you are here, you are 16, 15, 16, 17 to 20. You are not married. You have no business getting pregnant. You have no... Listen, listen to me. You get pregnant in those years. Listen, you see, your 15 to 25 years are very critical years. 
They are your learning years. Don't waste it on taking care of a child. Life is, life is tough. I'm telling you. Don't waste your years taking care of a child. Men today sleep with you, get you pregnant, and move on to the next woman. You better be wise. Are you here? He said, next verse. Next verse. And you are so proud of yourself, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. And you should remove this man from your fellowship. What did he say? He said, listen, anybody you know that is doing that, he said, don't make friendship with them. Remove them from your fellowship. They are hindering the flow of the anointing. Are you here, church? Men, I'm talking to you now. Those of you who are not married, get married. You have no right to sleep with a woman if you have not paid Lobola and married that woman. You have no right. Everybody shouted, I have no right until I pay Lobola and I get married. The men didn't say it. It was the women that said it. I want to hear all the men say in the name of Jesus, I have no right to sleep with a woman if I have not paid Lopola and marry her in Jesus name do you believe what you just said this year make the right decision make the right choices don't let your choices destroy you let me tell you you can blame anybody for where you are blame the rich blame the poor blame your father blame your mother there is nobody to blame for where you are. When I came into this country, I was in the street doing public phone. I made up my mind that I was going to be great. I made up my mind. No, I, I can, I, you see, people that knew me are still here. When I was in the street doing public phone, people that know, knew me then are still here. I decided this boy will be a global citizen. I will be a global citizen. Today I'm invited to nations to come and preach. I told you guys, a white church invited me to come and preach. And I went to, when I received the invitation letter, I went to Google. I checked out the church. Everybody is white. I said, ah, where did, and then I called the man of God. He said, the Lord told me that our next level is in your mouth. Eh? I said, ah. Listen, you know what I'm trying to tell you here? You can become anything this year. Please, please don't discount yourself. Don't count yourself out. You can, anything is possible with you this year. I'm telling you. Today I fly, I'm almost, my wife and I got married. She said to me, what kind of life are you living? We are always in the air, flying to nations to go and preach. I was in the United States, I think it was about a month and a half ago. She said, I'm not going. I'm tired of being in the air. We went to five nations in one month. Church, listen to me. You can turn global in 2024. I'm telling you. You'll be flying to Dubai for meetings. Uh -uh, you don't believe it. Let me talk to the choir. I say you'll be flying to China for meetings. You'll be flying to the United States for meetings. Are you here, somebody? 
you'll be meeting with kings and presidents in 2024. Say amen if you believe it. My friend, don't count yourself out. There is nothing that can keep you down in 2024. So we are going to pray. Lord, from today, grace to make the right choices. I will never make a wrong choice. Bishop Oyedepo said something that shook me many years ago. He said, I met a man of God who was in his 80s. And at this point, he was blind. This man of God was blind. He said in those days in Nigeria, when this man had crusades, he used to distribute his flyers with helicopters. That is, they don't do one-on-one. -on -one. They take millions of uh, flyers into helicopters and spray it over the whole city so that everybody can get a share. And he said, but I met this man when he was 80. And the man of God said to me, I made one wrong decision and my ministry and my life went down. That kind of decision, you will never make it in 2024. The decision that will bring you down, you will never make it in this year. The decision that will tear your life apart, you will never make it this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. What I'm saying to you is that many of you are going to live here and you'll pack your load and get out of that man's house. Many of you ladies, if he's not ready to marry you, get out. What did I say? What did I say? Listen, I'm not here to deceive you. You don't want to go to hell. Jesus is coming pretty soon. The timetable is ticking. Men of God are having visions of angels holding the trumpet, about to sound the trumpet. I beg you, church, live a holy life this year. Live for God this year. Young men, you are married, stop that adultery you are committing. Let today be the last phone call you made to that woman. Young woman, you are dating a man that is not married to you and you live here and you are going to sleep with him. Stop it today. You don't hear this kind of messages in church. I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but let me tell you, you can't be doing those things and take giant steps. It's impossible. I can tell you now. I can tell you. But if I live a holy life, shun the wrong and do the right, I know the Lord will make a way for me. Do you believe it? Lift up your right hand. Father, grace to make the right decision. The Bible says, I place before you life and death, blessing and cursing. He said, but you choose life that you and your family or your seed may live. Today, you will make the choice to choose life. You make the choice to live for God. You make a choice to live a holy life. You will not be defiled in this year. Some of you are bound in alcohol, drinking, smoking. Make a choice that today, it ends today. You are leaving this place, no, no single alcohol will touch your lips again. No cigarette will come near your lips. 
darker will never come near your lips. You will never take drugs again. The Lord my God will deliver you today. In the name of Jesus. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. Grace to make the right decision. To make the right choices. That will help me. To accomplish my purpose. In 2024. Give me that grace now. I receive that grace now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Mashapela broken beligadosa. Reto baleke broske beleke matosa. Mayada brande kelibragam bayada brande ketosh. My father, grace to make the right decision. Lord, grace not to be defiled. Grace to stay holy. To live a righteous life. Grace to live a pure and holy life. Oh God, grace, oh God, to live for God. So search for God. To seek for God. I receive that grace today. The right choice is today. Oh God, grace to come out of everything that defiles. I make that choice today. Somebody pray that prayer. My God, my God, my God. receive that grace in the name of Jesus lastly as we take the communion I want to beg you the Bible said they that do know their God they shall be strong and they will do exploits make a decision to know God this year for yourself not for somebody else make a decision I will know God for myself there is something about a man that knows God. When David was meeting Goliath, you can imagine a 17-year-old boy threatening a man that is a giant, that is equipped with helmet, with shield, his spear, the weight of his spear is heavier than David. And yet David said, today I will cut off your head. Church, there is something David knew. He knew something. When he wrote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside sea waters. He restores my soul. Yea, I walk through, I, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And my cup runneth over. Church, there is something you know for you to threaten a giant. Church, let me tell you. <laughs> If you meet a crippled man on the road, crippled, and he's blind, and he said to you, I will deal with you, you better go pray. Hello? Because there is something that guy has. Listen, if a blind crippled man is threatening you, he's begging for money, and then he looks, he's, he just sees you, he can't even see you, he said, I will deal with you, you better go pray. Because there is something he has that he knows can answer for him. Church, before you can threaten Satan, you better know God. Hello? Know God for yourself. Know him for yourself. This is the time when, when you want to make decisions, you make it knowing that God is with me. Tonight as I was praying, I said to God, this service, I hand it over to you. He says, son, go, I am with you. That is all I needed. I am with you. Are you here, church? I am with you. God said to Joshua, I will go with you whithersoever thou goest. 
is a gar- it's like a short thing. I will, this year, God will go with you everywhere you go. God will go with you. Man, you are so certain. You are not guessing. You know that any enemy that comes against you will fall before you. They will come against you seven ways. They will flee before you. They will come against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Are you here, church? So please, I want to beg you, know God for yourself. What does that mean? I will sit down and seek God for encounters. Lord, give me an encounter. Let me know you. There is something about a man that has gone through, for instance, I know Jehovah uh, um, Jireh, the God that provides. We built this building. We bought this property. We bought properties. We bought assets in millions. And God provided it when there was not a dime in the account. I know Jehovah Jireh. That was an encounter. When we were building this building, there were many times strangers, people that don't know me, don't know the church, We walk in here and bring bags of money. I'm not lying to you before God. Bring bags of money and tell me they heard a voice that told them to come and drop it. So today, you can see me if I'm going through any financial challenge, I will be at rest. You know why? I have encountered Jehovah Jireh. For somebody else, you have been sick and now the Lord delivered you from that sickness. That's an encounter with Jehovah Rapha. Are you here? So there is something you must believe God for encounters this year. So that you will know, you know, when you, because we all don't know God in every area. I, I might have an encounter with Jehovah Jireh. I really have never been sick in my life. It was only once, I mean, I went to hospital in 27 years. I think it was last year or last two years. Last year, in 27 years. I had the, what infection was that? Bladder infection. I went, they gave me injection. I was behaving like a baby. I looked at the nurse. I said, where are you putting that needle? He said, inside your bum bum. I said, me. I said, you mean I will open my bum bum for you? I've never... Hi, I tell you, it's not a good experience. When they put that needle inside me, I shouted, yeah! <laughs> So, I may not know Jehovah Rapha so well. I don't have no had the encounter. But some of you, you have been delivered some, from sicknesses. Hello, church. For somebody else, it may be Jehovah Shalom, the Prince of Peace. You have peace in the midst of trouble. You've seen God deliver you from storms. You've seen God deliver you from everything the enemy plotted. Are you here, church? So I want to beg you. What did I say? Know God for yourself. Know God for your what? For yourself. Please bow your heads, close your eyes. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Everybody, bow your heads.